The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. People sometimes confuse um, the Buddhist teachings with being pessimistic in this particular recitation that the Buddha highly recommended, sometimes called the Five Remembrances. Here it's written as the Five Subjects for Frequent Recollection. It can seem a little morbid to remember, to on purpose remember that we are subject to sickness and aging and death and loss. And that in some ways, on this just ordinary level, we're tied to our actions. That's what the last reflection's about. They use the word karma. Here it's written as kama, but it's the same word as karma. There's two related languages, Sanskrit and Pali, that the teachings of the Buddha were recorded in. So they're similar like karma and kama. But that just means intentional actions where we're recognizing that when I do something with intention, it doesn't matter if anybody saw me doing it, there's an impression in my own heart. Like, I know I did it. And I feel like if it was a good deed, it feels good. And if I did something that I know was not so skillful, it doesn't feel good. And again, that lives in me. It's not like Santa Claus is kind of keeping score. The heart keeps score. We feel it right in our own heart, whether we've been stingy or whether we've been mean-spirited or whether we've just kind of closed down because we, you know, for whatever reason, didn't want to show up in some part of our life. But the, Bu- but the Buddhist teachings, they're not really pessimistic. They really are grounded in this understanding that there's no real healing if we're not grounded in the truth of things. Because otherwise we're, we exist in this sort of idealistic space of our hopes and dreams, but it's just not the way it is. So any real healing, both for ourselves and for our communities that we're part of, depend on this grounding in truth. Not truth with a capital T, like what I believe is true, but truth in a non-conceptual sense of just the way it is just the immediacy of our lived experience and not sort of presuming that you know some idealistic notion is right, somebody's perspective is right. This is a nice thing, and I'll talk more about this in the talk today. But let's do this chant together on page 26, if you just walked in, five subjects for frequent recollection. And then we'll sit together for about 30 minutes. I am of the nature to age. I have not gone beyond aging. I am of the nature to sicken. I have not gone beyond sickness. I am of the nature to die. I have not gone beyond dying. All that is mine. Beloved and pleasing,
will become otherwise, will become separated from me. I am the owner of my karma, heir to my karma, born of my karma, related to my karma, abide supported by my karma, Whatever karma I shall do, for good or for ill, of that I will be the heir. Thus we should frequently recollect. We'll just take a little time, settle into comfortable posture for the meditation period. As best we can, a sense of being stable and relatively comfortable in the posture. As best we can, relatively still. Cultivating a sense of being at home here in the experience of the body, soften, feeling the rhythm of the breathing process in the body, and realize you don't need to control the breathing process. It's a very simple blessing that the breath happens on its own. It doesn't require conscious control. So trust the rhythm of breathing, whatever that might be like at this time. And simply recognize the sensations of breathing in and the sensations of breathing out. And let this ordinary interest in the sensations of the breathing process and more generally the sensations of the body sitting be an anchor, something to open to, something to be interested in so that the mind is willing to drop its self-centered dramas for a while, for moments at least at a time. And to simply be aware of breathing in, aware of the whole body, aware of the sensations of breathing out and the sensations of the whole body sitting. And see if you can notice a kind of simple happiness 
being present, being intimate with the body and the natural rhythm of the breath in the body. And in being intimate with the sensations of the breath and the body, noticing the relative space around the habits of self-centered drama, worrying about this, planning that, comparing mind, judging mind. Notice how this mental activity can tend to fall more and more into the background, a little bit more quiet. Simply by being interested in the ordinary sensations of breathing in, feeling the body sitting, sensations of breathing out, feeling the whole body sitting. So one of the initial instructions is training the mind, teaching the mind to keep the sensations of the body in mind, to not forget. It's not about controlling the breath or the sensations of the body, but simply being aware that sensations are like this now. Feeling the body is like this now. Relearning how to be intimate, present without judgment. In other words, kind. You might even find it useful at times, at least, when the thinking mind is quite active, to use a meditation word or a meditation phrase to help to keep this simple thing in mind, the experience of the whole body. So you could use, for example, the words breathing in, experiencing the whole body. Breathing out, experiencing the whole body. Or it could be more simple, breathing in, 
you could just repeat the word knowing, as in knowing the body just as it is. And then as you're breathing out, you could repeat the word releasing, as in releasing the body, allowing the body to be the way it is. So there's any number of ways to use simple meditation words or phrases to help this powerful transition from the mind, its usual way of being caught up in thought, to training the mind to drop a lot of the thinking, its attachment to thinking, by keeping the sensations of the body, keeping the sensations of the breath and the body in mind, not forgetting. So we'll continue in silence for a while now.
be willing to begin again and again. Beginning again means noticing that this experience of sitting is being known, or this experience of hearing is being known. So we're coming back to more simple recognition of our sense experience, just sound being known, being heard, or sight being seen, sensations being felt. And emotion and mental activity, well, that's just what it is. It's just that mental activity being known. Training the mind not to be confused by the content of the thoughts or the quality of the emotions. Not distant, not disconnected, but instead just noticing Honestly, that it's like this now. Thoughts are like this now. Emotions are like this now. The mood is like this now. It's just what it is. Neither more nor less. So it's more about not being confused by the activity of the body and the mind. Because the wisdom understands it is just this activity of the body or this activity of the mind and heart being known. In other words, can it be safe just to allow everything to come and go, everything to move? Is there any danger in allowing everything to come and go, everything to move, to feel what's here to feel? Again, a sense of being right in the middle in a kind, clear way, 
neither optimistic nor pessimistic. Instead, just a willingness to connect with things, with this life, this body and mind, as it actually is right now. Not the mind's interpretation of how it is, but in a more simple and direct manner, just feeling, sensing, allowing, learning to be undefended or open.
for a couple more minutes. If you'd like, allow the eyes to open. And as best we can, sitting in a comfortable way, relatively still. And just observe those moments where the mind is caught up in thought, attached to thought, selfing, sometimes we call it I-making, mind-making, taking things personally. In other moments, the mind, very simple, things are being known. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.